Hey guys, welcome to episode 139 of the JV Club. So many apologies I need to make, and all for really small things. Uh, first of all, I think I might have said in my intro last week that it was episode 136. For those of you who um, have more attention to detail than I do, I apologize because it is in fact 139 this week, which means that last week it was 138 with my wonderful guest, Maureen Johnson. Um, thank you guys so much for uh, for your comments and your wonderful tweets about that episode. This feels like it's a little bit of a twofer because um, I'm a huge Amber Benson fan and she is friends with Maureen and uh, 100% because of Maureen, I have her to thank for tweeting something about me, me writing Amber. And guess what, guys? This week, it's Amber Benson. Probably not a surprise to anyone, given that her name is in the title of the podcast. Anyway, I also want to apologize for the slightly uh, diminished sound quality on my end. Last week, I was recording into a different microphone because we were on the phone together, and I definitely know that there's sort of a hiss on my side, guys. It's not snakes. Um, that sound just then was me sniffling. Um, shout out wise, I want to thank for your uh, email, uh, Anne and uh, Roberto. I want to thank you, Natalie, for your uh, idea about a game we could play on the podcast. I'm keeping that in mind. Nissa, of course, thanks for your email. Um, Taylor, I'm so glad you like your Naga necklace. I want to thank Phil in Australia. Thanks for representing Down Under Phil. Uh, Laura, for your email. I want to thank Stacy's wonderful comment on Twitter. I'm very behind on uh, other media to which I owe shout outs because of you guessed it SF Sketchfest. Um, so bear with me on that. I am heading up there very soon. I'm very excited about it. And I'm really excited about this uh, episode with Amber. I feel like I talked 365 uh, miles a second because uh, she's just so smart, bright, funny, great, interesting. Um, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. the gold the amount of gold also it i'm embarrassed to admit that that just happened because people know that i have had audio problems in the past and that they're you know i've had to deal with them but it has been so long since i had any and now i'm afraid to give you any eye contact at all i'm just staring you're just staring at yourself intently at the thing your lines of dialogue i'm looking i'm basically you're the worst actor ever my line (laughs) my line wait you're talking i am i am you know what i'm looking at it like it's a heart monitor like i'm afraid that my life is going to come to an end uh, if i don't just continue staring at this janet uh, varney does not look you in the eye she has some serious personal intimacy issues um hello welcome to my home Uh, we were doing a lot of really good there was some great improv going we were pretending that we were in the middle of a story that was not real um had so the people would think that something had happened it picked up and i was asking you about your your family which i am very interested in because we were joking about Jungian <laughs> philosophy and stuff and i will quickly say that i've been having very very vivid dreams and having lucid dreams like, where like, i kind of i do have that where i can go okay i know i'm dreaming especially with nightmares yeah. and because of the stress of sketchfest i've been having a lot of nightmares but they're like kind of absurd nightmares they're not sort of like like the actors actors nightmare like Durangian. I do have those, not, but I had one line. recently that I was in a spaceship uh, crash, like like losing oxygen, crashing into Mars. Are and you in was, Doctor Who? Is that what's happening I mean, I here? I've like, come from 
afar away. <laughs> the, it, it, the snap of a finger. Um, no, I just, yeah. I, and, and so, and I have, I do have a therapist who's like, you really need to pay attention to your dreams. And she's really? never really put it in the form of my therapist. Carl doesn't. Jung, we don't talk about dreams. She's very rooted in reality. She's yeah. not a, she's not a Jungian uh, therapist. She actually is. Yeah. She's the best. She's like the best. Like I love her. I, I love her so much. <laughs> I, I'm on board for therapy. hundred percent. I feel the same way about it's the mine. greatest gift you give yourself. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like chocolate and with almonds in it and, and stuff. And tears often. I me. cry every fucking, can Do I say, you? I can say yes, fuck. Yes, yeah. You up. have five of listen. You've got, up, yeah. you've got some cursing in there. I, do. I, I literally, I was there this morning and I have uh, two Kleenex in my See? pocket. I've yet to make it through one session without crying. Interesting. I do sometimes. <laughs> I do sometimes make it through without crying, but hate you. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I think I kind of feel like I wasted my time. But I, I mean, I didn't waste it. But sometimes I think like, I mean, that was really my opportunity to get a bunch of stuff out. I don't know why. If I don't do it now. It's not going to happen the rest of the week. That's right. Except that maybe is. It's like going to the bathroom and having a that. really good poop. poop. I know. Release. We, we've all been there. You're just we've like so self-satisfied. It literally lightens your load. It in that does. Case. And I'm I just know. like, oh. I understand. Metaphorically, it's the best thing ever. I agree. Well, did you grow up? Is that something that you're, because you're, you were saying to me before, when, 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 when your computer your, was all bad. My stupid computer. Bad, um, bad, bad, bad. That you, you're, dad is a is a psychiatrist, psychiatrist and yeah. your mom is not she was a psychiatric nurse but she was okay <laughs> so they're both is that how they met uh no they met in san francisco in uh like the the late 60s yeah, they lived in the that's hate. when it's they time were... to meet someone yeah. late 60s summer of love summer of love wonderful that's a very romantic very romantic city it was a romantic time yeah my, my dad worked at the um this it was the clinic for special problems oh special problems clinic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was a lot what of what were the of, special problems uh it was a lot of um lgbtq stuff and, and really? transgender that's, stuff oh, but it was like we're gonna fix you um, no, it was oh. that we're having issues and we need to talk to somebody. Yeah, and yeah. No, no judgment. No, like That's it was a very forward thinking, progressive. progressive. My dad has lots of interesting stories about being in San Francisco in that time and yeah. how interesting and crazy it was to be a doctor. And absolutely. Yeah. How did he? Did he have a reaction to you about? kind of the AIDS virus and the way that that was like swept under the rug in the 80s and not really addressed except kind of in San Francisco and New York? Um, You know, I just remember watching like and the band played on with my dad because at this point we were living in Alabama and my dad was in private opposite, practice there. Opposite of San Francisco yeah. Oh, so very, very different. Um, But I remember watching that with him and, and, and I remember that whole like I remember seeing like Ryan White on the cover of People magazine and just really I like really feeling a lot of empathy and identification with this this kid who was a hemophiliac and the whole and uh, it was really i remember being very overwhelmed by mm-hmm. all of that and feeling very angry mm-hmm. as a kid about this i mean because what the 80s we were like children very small oh yeah it we didn't, were itsy we i don't i was not among the uh, the the people who were hearing about it like i don't have a real really? recognition of like I don't like there's no way I was like I there's no way I heard about the first wave. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. no way that I yeah. heard about, you know, this is very strange, you know, gay men in New York and San Francisco are dying in yeah. Los Angeles and I remember um, it. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. But I I think I'm a little bit older than you. I'm 77. No, no, no. No? No, I'm older than you. You look younger. That's not true at all. Yeah, you lies, do. You look lies, so young. What are you lies. talking about? I thought you were younger than me. Oh, no, no, no. Evil. No, you're what, do you, what are you bathing in? Blood of the virgins? That's right. Blood you of the virgins. With Bathory over there? Blood of the virgins. You guys look <laughs> the virgins, right? They're really nice. They give up their blood for the cause. <laughs> they do. They're like, you want some blood? Here's yeah. a vein. Just yeah. 
split it open. It's Go like the true it. blood thing where like it's it's all everybody's in agreement. It's not it's, it's voluntary. Um, well, bless your heart. Uh, no, I just don't. Bless and it's heart. funny because my both my parents are very progressive and liberal, but I just feel like I heard about I feel like I heard about it when people were angry about it instead yeah. of when it was a mystery do you know what yeah. I mean I feel I feel I heard about it when my dad was like oh my god this thing has been going on that and no one knows know anything now they know, you know we've been sweeping it under the rug for so long yeah we're just pretending like it doesn't exist because it doesn't affect middle America exactly exactly <laughs> oh O-M-A, Middle America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but not MMA, uh, not mis- mixed yeah. martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> but you were saying that you're, so your dad's very practical, rational. And very you analytical. Said he d- and he works with hypnosis too. And I was just listening to a couple weeks ago, a Stuff You Should Know podcast that Oh, I like about, Stuff You Should Know. I need those guys to be my BFFs ASAP. I love Stuff You Missed in History Class. Haven't even started it Holy yet. my Haven't God. Haven't gotten into the whole stuff world. You like spooky, right? So very much Their so. stuff, Stuff You Missed in History Class can get real spooky real fast I do i really like being disturbed yeah i do too okay, and uh, they to they really go there okay they go there a lot actually interesting <laughs> i appreciate that about them yeah so when it's you ladies say, you mean like inexplicable or do you mean kind like, of like uh um, they go to like you didn't know about this kind of stuff they go to like um uh there was a light i, I forget the name of the episode but there was a lighthouse that was abandoned like the the coats and the boots are all like still like sure 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 Total in you know mystery. like Why like, did where they did they go the scene? Yeah. where did they go no one knows these four guys yeah turn of the century ish no I'm one in. knows it's shit like that like you're just like I, I I what is it it's a yeah. mystery that no one will ever solve. I'm ready. I got to get into it. It's like why I date who I date. It's a mystery that will never be solved. (laughs) That's not true. They're all lovely. Ah. All all of them. (laughs) As my therapist says, it's you, not them. Um, (laughs) It's probably a better therapist than them. It's not you, therapist. Those are out there too. That's for sure. No, it's all me. Okay, but have you ever been hypnotized? (laughs) Um, Yes, I have. And it was successful? Ish. Okay, um, let's talk about it because I haven't, <laughs> and I'm really curious about it because I've, I think I I do have that little. Are you kid. susceptible? Are you like? Are I you, don't know. You don't know. Are you are you a skeptic? Yes. Okay, you're probably not susceptible. Well, I think I'm a skeptical <laughs> wannabe believer. Do you know what I mean? You're an empiricist. Empiricist. Am I an empiricist? You want it because you want it like you want definitive proof before you believe, well, right? It's not. No, no, honestly, no. It's not that. Here's what I think. I think I would be so afraid it wasn't going to work that I would guarantee would, it wasn't going to yeah, work. I would want it to work. Yeah, I would want it to work, but I would think, I bet I'm not a person who can be hypnotized. How disappointing because I want to have this you want it so bad. experience. You want it so bad. You're so desperate for it that you would ruin <laughs> it. Desperate for it. I want to cluck like a chicken. Have you ever seen the Knights of Kiberia? The no. um, um my brain is not working. Italian director. It's working just Famous. Fine. Super famous. Oh, La like, Strada. Uh, What's his name? Uh, um, uh, uh, not Zaffarelli. No, but, my um, brain is falling not, out. Uh, um, uh, the biggest uh, of all yeah, the Italians. Like the, 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 um, uh, La Strada. No, but you know, his name is... Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that you're starting to do a terrible American version of an Italian <laughs> and a half. I'm going to get know. that if I just... Oh, is. is he the one who did nine and a half? Yeah, Two? yeah. Why well, well, oh. not able to think about it? Yeah, yeah. When you said half, Marcelo yeah. Mastroianni, that didn't. Yeah, I, us, my brain is. I, I'm getting and old, an and things yeah. are not working properly. I was, I, I was also just Nine on like a, a giant Fellini. book tour. Fellini, Federico. We did yeah. it. 
Federico Fellini. We got there. And you know what helped me was the days of Federico Fellini. Amazing. I was also just on a five uh, like city crazy book tour where I was in a different city every day for like. Yeah, I know. I so know you my brain do that. And I feel crazy. like I get tired when I'm just doing a convention where I'm in the same place for three nights. I can't even imagine putting travel on top of that I did get picked up by an 18 year old on the plane that was very exciting wonderful I did um I I was my fault because it turned out there was a middle open seat between us and I made the like the I know there's an open seat I can't believe this is amazing let's bond and and flirt over this no just bond over this oh yeah I've never seen someone's mouth drop more quickly than when I said I was 20 years older (laughs) than him um and he he asked me he's like he was talking about booties because I guess the word booty is back Okay, all it's right. Cyclical. Good to know. I need to it's know back. this. And he, and he was talking about them, and then he said something. I bet you, yeah, you got a pretty good booty. I bet, right, right. Okay, that's crossing the line <laughs> so fast. We're, we're gonna be Facebook friends, me and, yeah. me and him. Yeah. Um, but it was very flattering, very sweet. Can uh, I tell you that's that's the that is? I think I must be more uptight than I think I am, or more <laughs> feminist than I think I am, or because I feel I can take un unwarranted flirting. Mm-hmm. Uh, of almost any up to kind, a point except for physical observations or like even casual a casual well, he was like asking that. me to comment on my own booty yeah, to, to I, like i feel i would how I do i how feel I take that. how do i feel about it and it was it brought up a lot of it like how do i feel about my own sure, ass sure well it works I mean, that's usually <laughs> important it's very important very to know i can very sit important go you know i can i can move around yeah with the, it works um <laughs> your answer was to him that's an amazing I response got, yeah i got a little i got a little uncomfortable and i was like i who knows i, I that's, that's kind of what, what i, I said to him that's I what like, i would do i, I can't even i was I so wouldn't tired. say hey don't talk like that i'm not that do you know uh, no i'm confrontational i don't get i don't get school marmy i don't get like didactic like let right. me teach you a little bit of something something um right. but I, de- I definitely was uncomfortable with the word booty because it, it just is a throwback to that that time of my life when i was like 14 or 15 and that was the word booty and i don't want to go back there no one wants to go back there i don't want to go back there <sighs> although i seem to want to talk about going back there all the time well, it's fun to talk about it yeah but, but the idea of actually like it's like it's like if you were um you were like back in like a patrick dempsey teeny bot movie mm-hmm. you know it's like can't buy me love it's like what i really want to be in that movie right. and be really upset over that leather jacket right <laughs> what a really that was shot guy. in my hometown so thanks for bringing that no, up no that's a awesome. real claim to fame for me um, I was signing autographs long before I was doing anything <laughs> in show business I just in... because I was from Tucson. <laughs> we made that here. Yeah. yeah. We made that here. Yeah. How, so, okay. But so you never lived in San Francisco. Your parents met in San Francisco, yeah. but you grew up in Alabama. I, I grew up in the, in the South, a nice mutt Jew girl from the South. Wonderful. Are yeah. you so, and is one of, both of your parents are Jewish or one what? is a Jew, one is not, but you were raised Jewish, but we were raised. My sister and I were raised, let's say we were raised in the temple. Okay. Y'all, okay. shalom, right. y'all. Shalom. That's a great documentary, by the way. Shalom, y'all. Is that, I, I bring that up a lot because there's so many Jews in the South. Everyone's like, there's no Jews. Yeah. In the-. I'm like, no, there's a ton. Yeah, shalom, y'all. But Wait, my, is that a real thing? Mm-hmm, it's a real doc. Oh, I got to see yeah, yeah. it. Um, but my dad is the Jew from, from Los Angeles, and my mom was raised like baptist in Tennessee and Alabama. So. Okay. So I'm not really a Jew because my mom is not a Jew. Right, right, right. But if it was, ni- I like to say if it was 1942, we know where I would be. That's right. That's right. I was really in Europe. Good way of putting it. Where would Amber be? It's very clear. She very not, clear. She would be dead, probably. Yeah. God, that's so crazy. I really have overtalked the Holocaust in recent podcasts, especially with Jessica <laughs> Chaffin and Jamie Denbo, because they share a, an obsession for it. But that was a back to back Holocaust. <laughs> 
holocast is the, holo- the is holocast. actually something that Dembo coined. She was like a holocast. It's just a podcast it's where you like to go. Apparently, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> um, and so, how? What brought them back to Alabama? Was it related to your mom after San Francisco, or was it? Something I think different? it was they. They wanted to raise their kids in a place where they could, you know, not have to lock the door. I mean, it was a very idyllic Alabama childhood. We'd go out and run around out in the, the you know, the creek in the backyard for hours mm-hmm. and hours. And when it got dark, we'd come back in. Did you, you know? was, it in, was it still kind of a neighborhood or was it sort of remote? It was a neighborhood, but okay. there there was still a lot of woods and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, my friends and I would just play out in the woods. I came home with a scorpion on me once <laughs> by accident. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ask for it to come uh-huh. home with me, but it did. It's a blessing. <laughs> some, <laughs> I'm sure. It's yeah. Some culture. It's yeah. Good fortune. Yeah. I'm, I'm a scorpion girl. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was very idyllic. It was really lovely to grow up like that in, in this sort of, you know, it wasn't a small town. It's the, it's a very cosmopolitan city for the South. Right. Um, where in Alabama? In Birmingham. Okay. Yeah. That's like, it's a great city. Would yeah. fly into probably. Yeah. Yeah. There's an in, yeah, international airport, I think there mm-hmm. for sure. Um, <laughs> yes, there is not. I think there is for uh-huh. sure. Um, <laughs> what, uh, and do you have brothers and sisters? I have a sister. Okay. How, what's the age difference? Four and a half years. I Something. guess that's the sound of the dryer. It's it's very loud. It's, like it sounds like someone put marbles in the. I was dryer. gonna say it sounds like you got coins in your pocket. You gotta dry your marbles. You gotta, you gotta dry your marbles. Coins. You gotta dry your marbles. Everybody knows it. <laughs> got um, marbles in your pocket? No, that's just my booty, guys. <laughs> How is your booty, by the way? Would you like to go out? <laughs> oh, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> did you were when you were a teenager? Did you have the sort of self-consciousness that I had which was like let's just cover everything up all the time versus <laughs> friends of mine who were like I'm proud of my booty um no I had the do we have to have physical bodies can't we just be spirits floating around Wonderful. that would be so much better than having breasts and your dad was like I, listen I'm very practical <laughs> you, you need you a body you need a body no you know I don't know if I ever divulged that to my parents that I was like I just want to be a spirit floating around I think that was just for Amber inside and Amber's like, head how do you, yeah that how do you seems talk about like that? of all the things you wouldn't say to your <laughs> to parents, parents that might be at the top of the list <laughs> in terms of feeling like I don't connect with them on that particular level well I, I definitely and I went through like a like my my chubby phase um because that's what happens when you hit puberty you get a little a lot chubby it depends um, on, yeah it just depends always. on where, what your metabolism when your metabolism decides to really like check in with you and say hey i'm a thing well i was i was doing all these like after school activities i was doing like ballet and tap and jazz and horseback right i mean just anything and everything but my mom and i would drive through the jacks which is like jack in the box but right. in the south and i would get cheese fries <laughs> i'd Why have them like you? every day yeah. even though i'm doing all this stuff i have and it's just like well yeah because you're active so your appetites increase so and i just and, you really know, like cheese fries and so cool. that's that's completely understandable <laughs> and so you started feeling and then at some point you're like oh wait i'm chubby now for a second yes i'm, I'm chubby now because i've been eating a lot of cheese fries every day Fair. after school Fair. and trying and then my boobs and hips and all these things are happening at the same time so it was it was pretty traumatic sure um but uh, but it was good, I guess, because now I'm a, I'm I'm a person now with a body and a booty and but, I guess you I don't are. Know. Do you feel that it's easier to live in your head in a way now that you're sort of been now that you've lived with your body long enough? Is it more of an afterthought than like those awkward times when we're sort oh. of like understanding it differently? Does that oh make sense? yeah. Well, I I don't feel like I actually made peace with my body until my 30s, and then I was like, oh. 
oh, this thing is great. Like it's working properly. It likes things. It likes to take walks and yeah. make out with people and do all those things bodies like to do. And it's not falling apart yet. So I should really be happy to have it. Um, Absolutely. But I do, I do feel like as a woman, I came into my own in my 30s. Like I was like, oh, I know who I am now. I know what I'm all about. And this is like the golden time. Right. This is good days. Good days. These are the good days, days. of thunder. The, that's, is that what that movie's about? <laughs> yes, of I course. I think it was a woman's coming of age story. Oh, yeah, I think totally. I might have misunderstood. I probably should have seen it if that was you the should. case. <laughs> uh, I got to revisit that. Um, Tom don't Cruise. think that I've forgotten about hypnosis, by the way, because I am coming oh, we can, back we can, to we, that. We can come back to that I do now. want to talk about it, but I do want to also say this, which is, um, oh no, I got so excited about hypnosis, I almost forgot what I was going to say. Uh, I just totally I was gonna say, nailed just, my tooth with your microphone. Welcome I'm, to the world of comedy, because I feel like that happens every time someone does a stand-up set. I hope no one noticed that I knocked my tooth against that. Um, what I wanted to say was, uh, is that, and I, this, I, cause I do have a lot of younger listeners and I Sorry feel for the cursing. Like I have to apologize. Oh, please. No. They, you know that anyone younger <laughs> than us curses more than we do. Um, I, I feel like I kind of have to apologize sometimes because I know I reiterate the sort of stuff that I remember people older than me saying, in more of a chidey way mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, which was sort of like, you just be glad you have your legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, but that doesn't. And there's no way for me, I can only speak from my own experience, but there isn't really a way for me to articulate the difference between like, it's so, like so much stuff as you get older. It's not that I didn't understand that that was true back then. You just didn't it's give just, a shit. As I get older, I mean, I think that is part of it. But as I get older, I just am, un- I, un- I feel like I understand things in ways. I've talked about this with respect to death, that I feel yes. like I'm understanding death newly all That's the good. time. That's good. Yeah, I want to know, I want to know where you're going with that, because I'm still like dealing oh, with it. get into that. Let's you do hypnotize that. me right into talking right. about death. But like, that, 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 that's true with my body too, is that I feel like, you know, I can hear a story about something horrible that happens to someone body that causes them to lose a limb or causes them to lose the capacity to do this or that and i just understand how precious it is that that hasn't happened to me knock wood Mm -hmm. um in a way that that i that has just grown and grown over the years and it's not i don't think that it's as conscious as like well i know i'm getting older so i'm just thinking about it more you just like my bones and my genes know it do you know what i mean as you get older you you have a sense of mortality when you're younger you are like physiologically built your brain is built to think you are immortal to go out and learn and experience and put yourself out into the world as you get older you have experienced more and you start to like move away from that and go oh no it's finite we're here for a small amount of time right and if I act accordingly, like I, I can make it last. And if I act like a crazy person, it can end very quickly. Absolutely. But don't you feel like it's so pointless to try to drill that into someone? Because I'm, I just feel I'm so aware that it's not a, it a lesson I, when it I happens. learned with my brain. I feel like I learned it with my whole body. As yeah. I age, I didn't ask for it to happen. I didn't decide. It just well, now did. that I'm, you know, older than I was when I was 18, I've decided that well, I'm going to tar- start taking mortality parents, seriously. When your parents become human beings, yeah, not your parents, over. not these like omnipotent beings that know everything, but they're your parents and they're real people and you see them age. I think that's a big part of it. When yeah. you see the people around you age, when you see people have children, yeah. things change in your mind. You yeah. so you see things from a different perspective. That's um, be it. It's creepy as all get out. I don't right. like it. That I want to be that, 12 again. We no, can I don't. talk about death, but, uh, but, <laughs> but so, okay. So you've been hypnotized. I have. My, my dad has hypnotized me because I'm a, I am a voracious nail biter. Oh, I, so do you, okay. All right. 
I'm an, I'm an eater. Talking. I'm an eater of finger flesh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, wait, a finger. So more of the, for the more of like the cuticle sort the of cuticle, like the cuticle, the nail, then, like yeah. all but of you, it. But the nail, all too. of it. I love it all. The nail is like you know. There's a spongy really quality to to it that okay. like I really I don't. It's my it's my it's it's my cutting. Okay. That right. sounds horrible, but like the, there's a masochistic quality I to it. That. That like I think a lot of people have some version of that. Yeah, that I think so out. too. <laughs> Which is a weird in a weird way. That's funny because it's almost like a reversal for me. It was a reversal of of everything we just talked about about our ideas about our bodies and mortality. It's like it is kind of funny that we understand that we're going to die, but we're so much more comfortable in our own skin. Because for me, yeah. the stuff that I did that was kind of self harm related when I yeah. was in high school, that doesn't feel like it's going to solve anything to me now. No, and it's funny that it kind of flip flops. Well, it's you like, were, like when you know you're younger, I mean? you feel impotent. You have no power. You have no control over your destiny at all. And so, what do you do? You do these things like you self harm, or you bite your nails, or you do something that's very, or you drink, or you act out sexually. You do all this stuff because you feel out of control. Yeah, and the only thing you have any power over is your own body. Great point. Um, but then you get older, and you're like. Oh no! If, and and if you make that realization, you're like no one own, you know owns me anymore. No one controls me, and I get to I get to make my own choices and I get to make my own mistakes. That's mm-hmm. the, the beauty of getting older is there's nobody dictating what you do anymore. Right? It's all on you. So the impotency Be- goes beautiful away. and scary because you do have those moments where you're like, oh <sighs> shit, no one is going to tell me I have to go to the doctor. Yeah, like there is a thing happening that I'm not comfortable with, and I don't want to be told it's yeah. something bad. And so maybe if I just ignore just it, like no dentist. one's gonna say, "Let's go." Exactly. Just not gonna go. The gynecologist doesn't really want to see me again that's right, right now. That's right. It <laughs> really? is. It's a weird. It's that's a weird, scary, twisty power that we get as we get older. That plenty of older people don't see doctors too. It's it's a, everyone's like, yeah. well, how could you not? I'm not in my head have, a lot. You hear about stories like how you had a giant lump growing out of your side. How could you not see someone? It's like we don't want to be no. told that denial is a great state it really is everyone likes denial i like denial i, I go there quite frequently <laughs> i have a little cabana right on the lake you know oh, the lake denial you wonderful little pond view of the though. unreal i got a potty bodge <laughs> let me tell you on denial potty bodge. <laughs> uh, okay so your dad hypnotized you out of biting your fingers but but it didn't work like it works for like two seconds and then i'm like eat again and so um, what was the <laughs> if you made those like noises every monster. single time you did that in public would be amazing uh, i encourage now. you to do so just to just give some people something in the middle of movies about. yeah <laughs> what does what um but uh did you so but was your experience of being hypnotized like you know, because we have these ideas, speaking of the sort of stuff you don't learn mm-hmm. about in history class, like having that sense of the obsession with the occult and yeah. these guys know, like, I so wanted to be psychic and all this. Yeah. Um, that seems like this thing that kind of takes you to this other place. It's like, it's very enticing to think that yeah. you could be, you know, not aware that you're conscious and responding to someone, but to be so. And and then as you, I got older, as I'm like hearing about it more, it I'm just like, sounds like it's minute. mostly just that you're really relaxed or something. Yeah, that's that's really... From what I gather from from my dad, it's all about being relaxed. It's like put yourself into a relaxed state where you know your heart rate slows and your breathing slows, and you're just you're not as stressed out. 
you know, I, the reason I brought up the Fellini film Knights of Cabiria is because there's a great section in it when Giulietta Messina is being hypnotized. I love that you know the name of the actress, but we oh, couldn't come up with the most famous I know, Italian I know, Ju- I, I was like, time. you know. <laughs> God, well, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, I hit, thir- I, hit th- I just had a birthday and I hit 38 and I was like, oh, it's all down here from, it's, mm-hmm. it's falling apart. Yep. Um, but, uh, but like, she's up there on the stage and she does all this crazy stuff and it's just, you should totally check it out. You would like it. Okay. I think I've only seen, and I, by the way, I said nine and a half as if I meant nine and a half weeks, and I'm just realizing it's eight and a half. It's eight and a half, but whatever. We're good, guys. He could have made a sequel. He, could, he, he In his mind. He could have made a sequel. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're in Alabama with hypno, Hypnotic Dad. Hypno Dad. Uh, hip, with Hypno Dad. <laughs> Did your mom continue working as a nurse? Um, she, she, she retired. She, uh, she, she was a stay-at-home mom mostly. Mm-hmm. She worked for a while. She worked at my dad's office. They did group therapy and Got stuff. Got it. Together. Also, I guess if you're a doctor, you don't necessarily need your spouse to work, male um, or female, whatever. Yeah, she kind of ran the office, and like she worked, but she was also at home with my sister and I quite often. Um, it was both. Was your relationship with her and with your sister like good and positive when you were growing up, or do you have the normal kind of headbutting? Um, no, it was it was it was good growing up, and then it kind of took a turn for the like symbiotic, and then. I had to escape that a little bit and now we're coming back around to like just trying to have a normal relationship Uh (laughs) because I was like a kid actor out here in LA. We moved out here when I was 14 and so that screws with your brain and did did you you all move out specifically for that? No, my dad was from out here so we were coming back out here because of that and and I you know had always wanted to be an actor. I'd done a lot of community theater and stuff in Alabama and had sort of taken that as far as you could possibly take I it. I can't imagine that that has a limit. There must be Yeah. There yeah. must be years and years of community on, on, on. theater in Alabama. Um, but uh but yeah, so we moved back out here and uh and you know when you're a kid actor, your parents have to go with you everywhere and everything is very you're thrust into this adult world and so it kind of it changes the relationship you have with the parent because all of a sudden you're the one making money. Mm-hmm. Things are kind of, you know, circling around you and, you know, it's just it, it's it's not the healthiest. I wouldn't recommend it for people. Yeah. Don't, don't put your children in the entertainment industry. Yeah. It's Mamas, not the first time I've said I would have <laughs> grow up to be actors. actors. <laughs> yeah, I don't I've definitely said before that I don't I, God help me if I had done, I mean, I'm really impressed that you are the person that you are. And you don't even know so me. You just know of me and you like that. That's true. And you like me. You really like me. Well, we have a lot of friends in common who. We have so many friends. We have the right. whole thrilling thing in yes, common. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes. And we got the, the Maureen Johnson in common. Yeah. I think you've you've inter- I, I was you know going back through looking at all the different podcasts you've done and I, I feel like you've interviewed a lot of people I know or tangentially know yeah it's very, and it's all I love that it's the majority is lady stuff that makes know, me that's my biz I, I really wasn't going to do anything else but then when I was presented with this idea of Boys of Summer I was like well, which is cool let's jump in yeah. and do a little but it's cool like um, to, to hear about what's happening with dudes eh, you know sometimes it's been a fun perspective <laughs> at no time i've been like wow i really wish that i did that full time that's not the case um so okay so you and your sister uh was cool with like she's not in that world well, no she does not like my sister um my sister has a lot of degrees Wonderful. she's very very bright and uh she uh was working 
she she art is like her thing but then she was working as in san francisco as like a pie she ran a pie shop she was i don't know what i thought manager. you were say but that's not yeah. what i expected no Wonderful. so she did that for a long time and then uh she's now in school to be an acupuncturist so okay. she's getting a degree in chinese medicine amazing so she's gonna have like um, you know uh, uh she has a master's of fine arts she's gonna have this acupuncture thing she's just She's she's much more. You know, there's always like the cool sibling, the sibling that like knows the cool music, and that's my sister. She okay, is, she is way cooler than I am. I'm like the nerdy. I think there are a lot of people listening who would be like, "What? Oh yeah, You're she's very cool. so cooler than I'm." Like the nerdy like book reader. She's the the like the cool cat. She reads too. She's read as much as I have, but like she's definitely like she's tattooed. She's on the up here. Like, yeah, she and, and where her, does she live? She lives in San Francisco. She does. Okay, yeah, great. She's like, I mean, very I guess you San said that everything you said intimated that she was still there, but for some reason I felt I needed to clarify. She's not there anymore. For stalking she, purposes. Yes. Yeah, so she's in Portland now. Yeah. Because that's Could where be. you, you go to Portland or you go to San Francisco. Yeah. Maybe if you're crazy, you go up to Vancouver for a second. Oh, and then you're like, Vancouver is oh, great. It's pretty great. It's got good food. It does. I agree. I like the food. I, I've, I've bumped up against people who aren't as crazy about it and people really? who are. And I guess I understand the reasons that people are a little. Some people think it's like a little too sleepy, but it's a little sleepy. I'm pretty sleepy myself. I'm, so I'm, I'm not asking I'm not, for a yeah. lot of, you know. Do you ever go to the Nam? Uh, I don't know. It's a veggie restaurant. It's in, I want to say it's in North Vancouver or West Vancouver. My brain not working. Uh, uh-huh. And it was open 24 hours a day. And it may oh, still be. I don't know yet. But like when I was when I was fourteen, I worked on a movie called The Crush. And so my mom and my sister and I were in Vancouver oh, I for th- that movie. for three months. Yeah, and uh, I, ate th- I ate the nom a lot. Yeah, were you a vegetarian? I was for fourteen years. Okay, all right. Not anymore. When did you? What caused you to stop being a vegetarian? You've probably been asked this a million times. Um, I broke my foot. I dropped a garbage can on myself. It's not yeah. a pretty picture. Uh-huh. Um, the paramedic said to come and get the garbage can off of me. Are you um, serious? <laughs> <laughs> garbage can. Well, it was filled with like building materials. Oh God, Amber. Yeah, it was kind of it was stupidity. It was it was trying to use physics in a way that you're not supposed to uh-huh. use physics. <laughs> I was like, we'll push it past the fulcrum point and then I'll oh, roll it. It'll wonderful. be awesome. And then it just w- was on top of me. Oh my um, God. So I broke my foot in three places and. I wasn't, I was going to have to have pins permanently in my foot. And the doctor was like, if you don't want the pins in there so that you have to tell TSA every time you go through the airport that you have metal things in you. Yeah. Um, that sounded gross. Really <laughs> okay. Metal things in you. <laughs> um, then you should eat uh, animal protein because it will help your bones to speed up the recovery process. And so I started eating chicken again and that led to everything else because mm-hmm. I gateway gateway drug yeah. chicken bark, 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 bark. yeah was it and, and did you was it for like such strong ethical reasons that you really had a hard time kind of forgiving yourself as yeah. it was happening yeah i mean i i stopped eating meat when i was like 12 or 13 because i you know didn't want to the i didn't like how the animals were being treated and i would always i was that i was that really obnoxious kid i was very black and white as a as a, a teenager and even into my early 20s very like rigid about like there's the right way to live and there's the wrong way to live and there's nothing in between i'm a creature of extremes but uh, I was always like, nothing with the face, meat is murder, the whole the yeah. whole thing. No but leather. I, just, I wonder if that kind of, I don't know, this is such conjecture that it, it's beyond <laughs> me even having a weight of expressing it. But I just wonder in the business that you were in, you know, that you were, I mean, obviously it's different in Alabama, but when you came out here, <laughs> this is such a, 
city where it is easy to not have a point of view about anything. And I wonder True. if it, there's something grounding, just like we were talking about, about feeling out of control and feeling that you don't have, yeah. you know what I mean? To, to I'm be a able control to take a strong too. stand about what's right for you and what's wrong for you oh, yeah. is a way of cementing yourself, like putting yourself on the ground when you're going to auditions and all that's so ephemeral oh, was, and like so, they were, oh, and weird. That was awful. I hated that because all the other moms would go in with their kids and my mom would just like stay in the car. So I'd be in there by myself. I was like 13 or 14. I'm in there by myself and the moms are like saying me like they're mean. They're mean little bitches talking about my daughter already has this part. So you guys might as well just go home. And you're like, oh, that's not you can't so be mean girls as a mom. It was so horrible. And I would just be there by myself like boop, 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 yeah. the only kid. Were you um, did you worried? Were you one of those actors who's like very shy in person and very passionate and sort of present and as an actor or were you kind of um effusive and, and um, energetic uh, in both places i think i'm basically like there were, i was basically born an introvert and i became an extrovert because because i discovered acting basically when i was like i did the nutcracker suite when i was little 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 and i loved being on stage i loved having people clap it was just something really like, I want that, whatever that is. <laughs> um, but part of it was also like you wear masks. And so it's not you. You're not being judged. I'm being that other person. Mm-hmm. And so there's a freedom in that. And you learn to sort of wear these masks in real life. And like you can get, you know, you can get through situations without having to, you know, be totally shit faced. Right, right. Because <laughs> I had so many friends. They're like, I don't want to go to the park, but if I'll drink and then I'll be okay. Sure. For me, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to just be on. Yeah. And then I can, you know, and I don't really give a shit what anyone thinks at that point because I'm being on. That makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. So I became very, like, I I can talk to anybody now. Yeah, everybody. Well, I've got five people in here where it's going to be, it's turning into a game show. Like, who can ever talk to? (laughs) Oh, you do, you, 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 you're mute. Contestant number one, I like booty. (laughs) How's yours? How's yours? Um, and where does like sort of normal teenage like going to school, being a teenager, uh, getting involved with people romantically, and all that kind of stuff fit in with all of the other? Did you go to high school, or were you acting so much that you just had like I did uh, one year on real high stuff. school, okay. one year of real high school in Orlando, Florida. Before we we lived there for two years oh, wow. before we moved okay. to to California, and I did like the real high school experience. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, is that I'm, you're allergic to? I can't. High school I can't talk cold, about. I, understand. I can't talk about it. <laughs> um, but uh, but I did. I did go to to the homecoming dance with a dude, but I did not kiss him, which was weird. You'd think if they invite you to a dance, you would make out, but we didn't. I don't know though because if you're not already dating someone, I'm not sure I would. He was older. I think I he was would. like a grade or two ahead of me. Mm-hmm. We had a good time. We we left the dance and walked to. Um, this was in Orlando. We was like over by Pleasure Island, which I don't even know if it exists anymore. What we, was Pleasure Island? Is that by? Is that, <laughs> is that related to Disney World? It's like it's the Happy Ending Island. Wonderful. Um, no. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's part of it was part of the uh, no yeah it was a Disney World Epcot was that it, sort of it was was it Disney or Universal I can't remember I think it was like Disney Pleasure Island should be Disney it was Disney because of Pinocchio. No, it's like it was like a nightclub-y, like it was, at, you know, after dark. Mm-hmm. It was adult. Like they had a comedy club and they had like, they had a roller skating club. Oh. Like they had all this crazy, they had like an explorer's club. I remember the explorer's What's club. What's that? It was just like, um, it was interesting listening to Maureen talk about the Jekyll and Hyde, you know, because it made it made me think of Orlando and like the, whatever the explorer's club was. It was like three f- stories of like, it was a bar, but like. I don't even think they had food. I think it was just a bar. And I don't know what I was doing in there at like 15. Uh-huh. No, 14. 13. 13. God, 13 because, yeah. 
We moved. There you go. Yeah. It's right before there we moved you out to California. I know. Listen, I did my well, I did my hardest partying at 13 and 14. So I Yeah, but it. I was with my mom. So amazing. Yeah. <laughs> really embarrassing. Um, but not no, I get it all dance. muddled in my head. Home. I'm like, how old was I when I, it's it like anything beyond uh, or pre 21 just is like a muddle in my head. Mm. I'm like, what, how, how old was I? It was just me. I was, it's me now back when, you know, I'm yeah. sitting in the Explorers Club with my mom. I hear that. That's weird. <laughs> hey, mom, you want to hey, scotch on the rocks? Don't mind if I do. Sex on the beach, mom? Uh, What's in a sex on the beach? I don't know. I, I just had called one. a sex in the beach. God, I'm so square. <laughs> I've had one, but I couldn't tell you what's in it. I've had a fuzzy navel. I couldn't tell you what's in it. That Every- seems like... No, maybe I, I want to assume that has something peach related, but I think it does. Like it has like peach schnapps or something. I think it does. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm I've not... got to start a mixology podcast ASAP yeah. and start bringing in bartenders. I can't think of anything that I would tire of faster than, than talking about a podcast about mixology. Yeah, I'm not all due a, respect. It's just not my thing. It's not my bag either. Um, yeah. I'm not much. I have like one drink and I'm like, woohoo, let's party. Where are yeah. we going? And then I'm like 20 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you only had one normal. So w- by the time you were here, was you, were you homeschooled or did you have set, set, were you working enough? I thought you said, or did you have sex? Or did you have sex? Did you just learn by having sex with everyone? <laughs> That's cool, right? I learned I guess via osmosis. I'm a yeah. succubus. And if I have sex with you, <laughs> I take in all of the things oh, you've learned. Really made it into like a believable thing. That's why you're a writer. That's why, right there. We just put, pin, pin the head on the donkey. That's not a thing. Um, uh, yeah. So what? What was it? So, <laughs> so, uh, so I was. I I got my diploma through the LA Unified School District, but I had like uh, uh, onset tutors, and then I would go see like a teacher through this like. Uh, this little pro uh, whatever it was a program for people that were in the entertainment industry or were athletes or were pregnant <laughs> perfect yeah it was, the three, it was a group. the three yeah. most important things yeah. in los angeles there were so many yeah so many of those um but uh but yeah so i and, and i'm a big i'm a big book whore so i'm constantly reading like and as a kid i was just devouring yeah just like anything what were you what will you say anything but what were were there things like <laughs> not even just genres but like authors that you just were like why do i not know this person or for me i guess it wasn't why do i not know this person but why can't i why can't there be an endless supply of, of this, this person, person? You know, I read a ton of Russian tragedy. I'm a big oh, Dostoevsky. My. Yeah. Okay. I love Dostoevsky. I love, there's just something about, and Tolstoy, just, and, and like the Master and Margarita, bul, bul, I can never say Bulgogakov, whatever, the, 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 you know, that guy. <laughs> Bulgogakov or Bulgo, whatever the hell. I can never say it right. Um, and then uh, I remember, I remember reading Tom Robbins and really getting into all of that. Yeah. And, and I, I read a bunch of those in a row. Um, uh, I you know anything I I will read the back of a cereal box I am that person I'm like yeah. oh there's the oh literally here's a shampoo bottle what's in the shampoo <laughs> I just I love it I love getting lost in books yeah I, I think that's why I became in 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 this incarnation of my persona a, a writer because I just I want to get lost and I want I want other people to get lost in my words absolutely but I think you that's know? I think that there's a, a crossing over point that some people would be too intimidated to take being such fans of literature too I could also see it going the other way and that person being like that might be what i want but i won't allow myself to believe that i could be good at it or or I'm stupidly you know. fearless so great stupidly so like just like, oh i can do that sure why not i'll try it why not I'll, you want me to so make fantastic. a you want me to write a comic book sure i've never read a comic book before i'll, I'll do that i'll make a movie let's make a movie i just right. made a movie you know i really like i will try i get very excited about things and i my brain 
Um, it, I get bored, so I need to do like five things at once. So yeah, I'm constantly too. saying yes to things that are like, people look at me like, why would you say yes to that? You don't know what, you know, yeah. you don't know what that is even. And I'm yeah. just like, yeah, but I don't know until I try and maybe I'll Great. be a failure at it, but who kind of, who cares? Like it's a well, process. That's so great though, because I think you, that sounds like an immediate uh, reassuring ticket out of even if it's a ticket that you don't even know what it says on it yet um, of being the person that you are I mean that you might have just like hit are the you nail still on doing okay right in your uh, uh, yeah you know what I think I am actually um, I've, I've been kind like of keeping my eyes on it I've a little bit your health or something you still, still far so right? good I feel okay based on the <laughs> your heart rate's still going uh, my heart rate hasn't um, the heart rate of my voice <laughs> um, no but you know this because I think that one of the things that's so scary for people in show business, you know, for one, not to mention a lot of us just have this about careers in general, but is this sense of, you know, what if this stops and, and this is all I know, or this is all I can do or whatever. And that can be so crippling. It can dictate so much of what your behavior is and what your kind of personality develops into. And if you've always had that, exactly. If you've always (laughs) had this kind of sense of like, a board anyway like what's this what's that you know i'm i'm um, utterly curious about everything anything and everything i want to learn i just I, i'm constantly engaged i constantly want to grow and change um and i think that's a gift my parents gave me because growing up i didn't like i've never felt like oh you're a girl and you can't do something because you're a girl my parents were always like you're amber and you can do anything you fucking want to do like you are capable of anything except change your name we said your name's amber yeah. that sticks yeah, yeah. I was so annoyed <laughs> with my name growing up. I was like, really? Amber. Oh, interesting. I didn't love yeah. my name either. Who mm-hmm. loves their name? I wonder. I don't know. Not Who's me. out there loving on their name when they're a kid and a teenager? I don't, I don't. Or is it just another representation of like the unconscious kind of? I don't have any control over anything. I, not even my name. Like yeah. before I was around, people or change just it. As I was around. People change do. their names. You know, they're like, call they me do. this, or I am actually going to physically go to the office of uh, whatever registrars of yeah. things and. And change my name to something. Certainly, something certainly, else. I've had friends who've done that. Uh, what if you changed your name to Ombre? It's so Ombre. close, just so close. O M B R E accent. I'm a, I'm a hair. Perfect. I'm a hair thing, right? Right? Is that what it is? Yeah, is I the, think it is. The it's dark, lighter to dark, or lighter or dark to dark. To light. I yeah, don't know. something that starts lighter and gets harder. <laughs> Boy, you and I were real up on the fashion right. and the the makeup and the hair. Know. But you're, but I think that would. makes sense because you, based on what you just described about your sister, it sounds like you guys are very similar in that way. It's just your approach to being yeah. excited and, and stimulated it has come from kind of different places. Yes, that's yes. great. My, mine is self self oriented. Mine is like I want to be the center of attention. Hello, everybody. My hello, name is hello, like hello, literally. My mom was going through because we we had a we had a VHS uh, camcorder growing up, and I molested that thing i was like <laughs> obsessed with it i would record everything i would do shows i would have my sister my sister was like my poor poor subject i was always forcing her to do little talk shows with me and dress up and no wonder it spun her in the exact opposite oh, it direction. totally like, did no thank you it's like if orson wells was like you know a young a young child with his sibling forcing them to do like you the there. magnificent ambersons you go now you're in the <laughs> now you're in a cart with the yeah Ah, amazing. So yeah, and literally, my mom found uh, this this tape where I look at the camera and I go, "My name is Amber Benson. You don't know me yet, but you will." I'm like wow. seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I was very uh, yeah. one one track minded. Yeah. Um, bossy bitch. There's, there's <laughs> yeah, and there's there's one where like my sister and I would do um we would like lip sync to things, and there's one that my sister loves very much where I'm lip syncing to Lionel Richie's Hello. 
wonderful and i'm great choice yeah and i'm like dancing around and then i like hello is it me you're looking and i like like wipe away tear like fake Ooh. tears oh it's really embarrassing so it's so much drama so, drama, so yeah. much angst well did you feel like was there a point when you i mean obviously i know that you don't act that much anymore or maybe you don't at all i'm i'm semi-retired semi-retired great um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, out of retirement. I'm gonna be a golf golf guy like for the rest of my great. life <laughs> listen that has been a real second career for a lot of people um but did you have uh just based on what you were described i like to put together pictures of people in my head that are based on nothing based on like three (laughs) things i'll create something and then you'll tell me how wrong i am but did you have this um because it sounds like you really like this some sort of like great grand literature and stuff like that do do you did you have a struggle even as a younger person with the kind of commercial side of acting were there things that you were like even as a teenager like this is not this is not what I signed up for. I'm not here to, you know, sell cat food. I want to do this or whatever. I mean, I don't know how old you were when you were on Buffy, but that seems like a pretty great creative outlet. I was like 22, outlet. 23, like in there. Yeah. Um, you guys were all not high school age. Yeah. Everyone, but I came in in college. So I feel like I'm sort of like on the, the cusp of like not being a total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a super legit. You were supposed to be like 18 or something. Yeah, I was supposed to be like 18, 19. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, totally, it's, totally, it's, totally, it's fine. It's, it's fine. all good. You didn't pull a 90210. No, I did not. I was not yeah. Gabriella Carteris. Yeah who was awesome, but was much older. Yes, she was. Um, <laughs> Good for her, man. I thought, yeah, she looked yeah. freaking amazing. Yeah. Never in a million years. Never. Been like, You're not a high schooler. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, it's funny. Cause like my first, the first thing that I did, the first big thing I did was the Soderbergh film, King of the Hill. And so of course, like, I thought that's how it was always going to be. This sure. amazing, like the man is amazing. Oh my He's God. Have you been watching the Nick? Oh, it's- there are places I do not want to insert syringes. Oh my god! But I've now seen other people do it. I and mean, Clive Owen's so good. I <sighs> couldn't love that show more. And it's just one of those things where when someone like and I, it, I'm very envious that you've worked with him because it is He's like uh, Sex Lesson Videotape was my favorite oh, yeah. movie from oh, the moment yeah. it came out. It was like the first movie for so many people. I think I wish I could claim that I was not. You know, the, I was the only one. But <laughs> that feeling of like, oh my god, this is what a movie can be. It's I want to so do that. And so small, but so fucking powerful. And yeah. um, and so like many people, he's been my director, uh, favorite director for such a long time. I love King of the Hill, and um, and I love that he was just all over the place. Like I love he does I love that he was just like, let's try this. Let's try this. Um, so even things that don't sit with me well, I still am like in terms of yeah, I'm just like great, great. Keep trying stuff. He's the only way you're going to know what you like or what you're good at or what your next thing is going to be. He's the king of beautiful failures. Like for everything that's like on point, just amazing. Like he does stuff that's just out there and crazy, but they're incredible. And even though they don't work, yeah, they're incredible. And I would much rather do that. I'd much rather fail beautifully. I agree. Then, then I guess that answers your question. I'd much rather fail beautifully on something that I'm passionate about than to do something that does well, but I don't feel connected to. That makes perfect sense. It's very inspiring. But anyway, yeah. yeah. And and I, I couldn't support that more. Don't worry guys. I'm going to get a burp in. I like that. Good for it you. Wasn't Good as, for, uh, it wasn't loud It wasn't a resolved burp. It was, was kind, of, kind of still in there. Is it like it's a little burning? bit like when you think you're going to sneeze and then you don't. You kind <sighs> of a little bit sneeze. I just remember reading this book as a child that my aunt had, I think, about uh, sex. Mm-hmm. And uh, for <laughs> Yeah, it was like one of those four kids. Like, this is how babies are made kind of thing. And they're like, when the mom and the, or the, the, the man and the woman are together, they have uh, this thing and then it's, it's like a sneeze. <laughs> it, and forever I have associated orgasms uh, with sneezing. Sure, sure. 
Yeah, I just listened to the stuff. There's a Stuff You Should Know episode on what what happens to your brain during orgasm. Oh, really? I have not heard that one yet. Yeah. Um, But anyway, to finish up the thing about the Nick, I couldn't be more (laughs) all over the place. And then I have to get into some mash with you. But um, I feel like you... it's that it's a thing where when a filmmaker gives you a show, it's just like it just just this repeated gift yeah. of like, and that's why he's the best out there, and that's why it's amazing. And this episode is why, yeah. and this episode is why. It's just they're so like little good. movies. It's not Absolutely. like a TV show. It Absolutely, was, it was the same with like the first couple of House of Cards. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. David Fincher was directing, Agreed. and you can just tell you're like, oh, these are the ones he's this doing. Is film, he's I a filmmaker. Agree more. There's a point of view. There's like a. a, a, a just the way it looks is filmic. I don't know. Couldn't I agree just, more. I love it. I love Couldn't it. Couldn't agree more. Um, I mean, we, I really have been all over the place with you. It's so clear it's good. that my brain is like firing a mile a minute, but that's a great I thing. I like it. Um, okay. So for our MASH categories, I'm going to start with God Go with uh, <laughs> you can jump into three uh, books. Three, three books. books. And just um, live in that world. Uh, the Secret History by Donna Tart. Um. Uh. Uh. Blah, 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 blah. The Adventures of Cavalier and Clay by Michael Shaban. Ah, uh, you know he's going to be at Sketchfest this year. <sighs> I'm so excited! I like his stuff an awful lot. Wonderful. Um, and then another book. Uh, uh, the 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 probably the Harry Potter. Let's do it. Why not? I want to. I want to live it. at Hogwarts. Any preferences? I lean towards Goblet of Fire. <laughs> um, I guess the first one. The first one is the one I go mm-hmm. back to. Like when I'm feeling mm-hmm. down and out, I'll like read that and get lost in that world. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, okay. Next one will be um, three new skills that you wake up with tomorrow. No practice required. Uh, I can speak any language. Um, I can build anything with wood. <laughs> woodworker woodworker Done. and uh i can see in the dark Ooh, not vision Woo-hoo. wonderful okay uh next one is uh three unusual slash uh fantastical pets slash pet companion um uh ooh, interesting mm-hmm. stumped you yeah you did i was moving very quickly I through know. these Listen, and then you i threw knew a, i need to get you a roadblock a sap yeah. you curveballed me i did you sent me the ball of curve and mm-hmm. now i'm just sitting here on your couch yeah, feeling silly deal um, with it right now i would like uh uh, uh a sphinx ooh. um a manticore what's a manticore again um i don't really know <laughs> There's some sort of horn involved. <laughs> Is it like a unicorn and a wolf and a bear? Probably something like that. We I can't. I can't up. think. And then, uh, and then the last one would be a, uh, uh, um, uh, a, pe- uh, uh, the the what's the unicorn Pegasus one? A, pe- uh, a pegacorn. Pegacorn. Less than I. That can't be what it's called. Um, do you know what that just reminded me of for some reason is you know when fantasia do you remember yes. fantasia well oh, yes okay so that whole like world of centaurs and stuff uh-huh. i remember feeling like from a very young age having a real sexual curiosity Nothing about, about how that worked yeah. Like is that is that what everyone thinks? Are we oh, all yeah. thinking like now? How does that work? Well, I don't think and we quite kind of realize the back mounting thing when you're younger. Yeah, you, that makes you just sense. you just think you're like, like how does one get on top of the other? other. <laughs> That's all you see. You're right <laughs> you're in like, books, like in yeah. uh, the sneeze. Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're like, hmm, that doesn't work. That's a really good hmm. point. 
And then I remember like Catherine the Great like had sex with a horse. I remember being very fascinated with that mm-hmm. too. Bestiality is a fascinating it's thing. Fascinating. I don't like it. Not in my own either. personal life. Makes but me makes me feel real weird, weird. inside. But it, <laughs> it is does. very interesting. So curious. Yeah. But no. Yeah. I remember seeing this. This is a weird. <laughs> I feel like I had a lot of weird exposure to weird things in that department when I was like in, in terms uh-huh. of the media. I remember I was visiting my friend in Berkeley actually when I was still like fifteen or something. Uh-huh. And his and his big brother took us to some sort of like art film, but it was basically porn. It was this Chinese. I don't know. I'm sure someone has seen it somewhere, but it was um it was it was Chinese. It was I th- I'm pretty positive it was Chinese, <laughs> and it was uh one of the main points of the story was this sort of like emperor character had his penis replaced with a horse penis. Oh my god! And that was like a lot of the plot was about that. And then there was also a, a, a woman, perhaps a woman who was in some way related to uh, horse penis, who <laughs> was like writing in Chinese characters. Unless this is Japanese, and then I'm just racist. But guys, it was a long time ago. And by the way, whether it was Chinese or Japanese was not the crux of the story. Uh, was doing uh, was writing letters uh, with a uh, paintbrush that was up inside of her vagina like Whoa. She was writing characters with her anyway so i did not like see that movie. stuff that i was exposed I'll be googling to later i'm like how did i how did i end up seeing that that's crazy but yeah wow look that up on the internet i haven't thought about it since the internet was invented so i really need to look it up and find <laughs> out what it was letters um, some emails about no that pressure one. i like all your choices no one is saying that you have to get <laughs> you have to switch anything out for an emperor with a horse dick okay <laughs> moving right special along friend. to the perennial favorite uh three foods as complicated or simple as you want that you can have at a moment's notice snap of your fingers uh with no physical ramifications uh french with cheese cheese fries how dare i not write that in automatically you should know these things about me already i really should i'm ashamed um blah, 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 blah. Uh, ramen great tonkatsu ramen specifically because mm-hmm. it is so yummy the broth is so good um and uh, uh food food beverage food not beverage food um, sorry. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess if there's a beverage that you would put, and in I guess there, potato, like a waste potato chips. Great. Yeah, they're all salty. There's a salt component because I I, I'm not a big dessert person. I'm a salty. I didn't used to be. These guys know. I used to be all sugar all the time. Now yeah. I crave salt when salt. I want to like eat something that's bad. Um, okay, next one is uh, romantic uh, encounter slash slash adventure slash uh, alternate universe uh, partner, whatever. So I do things with this person of a sexual nature, possibly, or like a platonic sexual nature. Is that possible? Sure. <laughs> sure. From afar, let's create. Let's create all kinds up of close new or definitions. From afar. Well, I was I was always slightly obsessed with Johnny Depp growing up. So let's get well, him in. Might there. as well throw him in let's there. Get him in. I am very surprised that he has not come up more. Now that you say that, I challenge a listener to tell me if anyone else has said Johnny Depp. I'm sure someone has. But it's not like Ryan Gosling where you're like, oh, here comes Ryan Gosling again. Here go. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. You got Johnny Depp on yeah. the mind. Where am I in this uh, love triangle? That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, blah, blah, blah. who would I want to have like some fun, fun, fun times with? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like I'm trying, you know, uh, I don't know. This is a tough one, man. Um, I had a big crush on Jeff Buckley growing up. Oh, that's hip. But he's 
dead. Never sounded less hip than when I said that's it. Yeah, yeah but then this universe, he's not. That's right. He's alive. So put Jeff Buckley down. I met in him once. In this universe, he's happy. I met him once and we talked about pubic hair. Well, there you go. Match he's made my, in heaven. Yeah, kind of. Um, and uh, the, oh, the, the big, I'm, I'm going back to my, because we're doing, you know, I'm thinking more yes. like uh, I'm going, River Phoenix was the penultimate if. for me. Well, that two was... out of three aren't alive anymore. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Prematurely, I might add. I know. I know. What the heck is Good wrong with riff. me? I like dead men. <sighs> dead men don't, don't tell. Plaid. Yeah. <laughs> they don't wear You plaid. know what? We both went someplace <laughs> that different. we didn't need to. They don't tell tales. You went, and they don't well, you plaid. certainly went towards Johnny Depp and I went towards Steve Martin. That was right. <laughs> Absolutely no one. Shocker. No one no, at these all. are all the good, like, like I, and, I, and it's funny because I always choose men with sense of humor, like, that I date, but none of these guys are would I would call, like, sense of humor it's men more smoldery it's most it's it. more physical it's not it. so much yeah i i i, I base, especially based on sort of how i described it to you it doesn't surprise me wait can i swap out that. jeff buckley for mitch hedberg yes. he's also as long as he's dead <laughs> as long as, 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 as he died for i would totally want to hang out with mitch hedberg me too god h okay great um okay next category is vacation home but it's a vacation home in a non-real, non-planet Earth place. Or it could be it could be a planet. It could be a real place, but it can't be like a place you could actually have a vacation home on Earth. Um, well, I saw a lovely man on my drive up here who had a sign that said, Occupy Mars. So I feel like I should have like a Martian little like spacecraft. Well, here's the thing. Based on the dream that I had, uh-huh. I can tell oh, you right. that I was suffocating because we had no oxygen in the ship. We crash landed on Mars took off our helmets because i woke i kind of woke up from the dream yeah and was like oh that was really scary and i don't want to be back. dead and i went back in baby i went back i can never do that in went back in wow t- took off my helmet and was like i can breathe. i can breathe turns out you heard it here first and last because no one else will be able to say this <laughs> It's very similar to Earth. It's like a cloaking device that they have put out there because they don't want us to come and be like, we'll colonize here. So it's actually very similar to the Earth, but even more kind of Eden-esque. But they've created a sort of invisibility cloaking, cloaking, you know, a camouflage that makes us think it's just dead seas and red and dry and hot and scary. And You need to write that. Yeah. You need to write that as like a Star Trek episode. There's even like a uh, there's even like a, a bizarro Disneyland there because I was I spent wow. a lot of time in that uh, in my dream. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Yeah, it was really. I've just been having dreams like that where you're like, I just had an adventure all night. Like yeah. it was a through line. Do you, do you wake up like exhausted though after those dreams? Kind of. Yeah, those are yeah. Kind I, of. Yeah, when I have those super vivid dreams, I'm like. Oh, I was living a whole other life. Yeah. I don't even exist in yeah. that, in this world while I'm over there. I'm in a whole other, I'm like in like Freddy Krueger land. Yeah. Although, but he's not there. That's really unpleasant. Yeah. I know. That's if, terrible. As long as he's not around, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so Mars. Mar- yeah. And then uh, I want to live in the magic castle. Great. <laughs> and. Um, Wonderful. I know. So weird. And then I want to live, um, I want to live on the island, um, that uh, is in the video game Alan uh, Wake. Oh, I, I want to live there. Alan Wake, got it. Wait, can I change one? Can yes, I change one? Yes, yes. So, what did I say? The first one, uh, the second Mars, one, Magic Castle. Okay, lose Magic Castle, and I want to live in Portal, the video game Portal. Right. The okay. second one, Portal Two. I want to live in Portal, portal Two. Portal. Deuce. Yeah. There okay, we go. Great. Perfect. This is going to be the re- most ridiculous, like, like pathetic mash. I'm very happy with it so far. I disagree. <laughs> okay, next one will be 
let's 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 return to this new favorite of mine, which is a a, a filmmaker is making their version of your life. <laughs> um, oh, um, it would have to be. We got to put Soderbergh on there, right? Come on, right? Thanks I mean, for not talking about yell at you. Yeah, and then uh. Oh, do they have to be alive or can they be no, dead? De- Apparently dead, dead is dead is dead, dead is, is my life. Um I would like a, a Kurosawa Great. version of my life. Great. And I would like uh oh Renny Harlan. Totally kidding. <laughs> I'd like an Edgar Wright version of my life. Oh, good one. God, who's everyone's life would be so awesome if right. we were Edgar Wright. Spaced is just one of my all time favorites. Uh, Love me some so space. So good. So good spaced. Okay. Edgar Wright. Perfect. Okay. Uh, final category. I know we got here. So daily double. Daily double. Category. I'm going to bet it final all, Janet. Final category for Amber Benson. This is really For tough. Reba because that's my name backwards. Going to have to go with character <laughs> from fiction or person from history. I'm fine with that, too. Uh, who is your um, <laughs> invisible best friend? Um, just around you, you guys get a lot of secret winks and nods. Like, uh, check um, that out. You see that? Humbert Humbert from Lolita. Uh, <laughs> love it. God, that is such a... Guys, don't just let other people tell you about Lolita and you think you know what it is. It is a phenomenal book. So good. It's a road you trip movie book. You read it. It is fucking hilarious. So funny. It's so good. I thought I knew what Lolita was, and then I read the book, and I was like, I didn't know at all. No, it's so didn't good. Didn't know at all. Great. It's so Love good. It. There's a pedophilia aspect, but just ignore that. <laughs> it's exploring uh, facets of uh, humanity that are unavoidably real. Okay. Yeah, he was. He was. He was stunted. Bad things happened. He was a child. He never got over that. That's right. Right. Bless him. Right. Yeah. Bless mm. him. That's art, baby. Uh, um, okay. Uh, uh, I forget the. Uh, let's see. From from history or from from the magic of the movies or the books or yes, all this anything. stuff. I really left it wide open. Um, uh, I'd like the Dalai Lama to be my special imaginary friend. Beautiful. He seems very happy. He would really guide you through. Like, how do I deal with this one, Dalai Lama? <laughs> Great. I just like his positive attitude about everything. I agree. It's really lovely. I couldn't we agree need, more. We need more of that in this world. Yes, we really do. We're doing awful things, so we should have some nice to balance it out. <sighs> yes, we are. And then uh, let's see. I would like to have. Um, oh God, bless America. This is rough. This is a tough one. Home, this, is, home. this is really hard. Yeah, I know. This is difficult. I know. I apologize. Oh, I know. I want Carol Lombard to be my. Ooh. Yeah. This is a great cross section. We got we got real spiritual and, and artists slash dead. H Wood. Okay. <laughs> There's oh, death and dead. Amber likes the dead, not the Grateful Dead. Although they're fine, but the dead, dead, the real ones. I never listened to the Grateful Dead. Are hardly even peripherally, I'll say. For yeah. as many deadhead friends as I had, <laughs> I was not ever hearing their music. I know. I feel like I've heard three songs total. Yeah, I, I've I've heard an, I've heard quite a bit because of uh, I my uh, my ex boyfriend Adam Bush is very into that world, and so we spent a, you know that was part of that's his. usually what it takes, right? That makes sense because my boyfriend, who was the closest thing as to that, had graduated to fish by oh, the time I was dating yeah, him. So I, I never heard Grateful Dead because I, was, I heard a lot of fish. Not my thing. I Yeah, I went to a fish show with my friend Amy and we bought like ganja balls in the parking lot and they didn't do anything, but she thought they did, I think, because <laughs> she was dancing and having a good time and I was just uncomfortable. Yeah. 
it wasn't that fish was not for me i appreciate it for me. what it is but it's not my it's not my jam yeah me too and jam being the operative word yes um <laughs> uh okay tell me when to stop stop this time i went with just straight up dots guys it's the most boring mash you've ever seen it just looks like weird Aww. freckles on the face of this uh smiling well, character. amber's mash okay i'm gonna pause this uh i'm gonna come back with your 100 percent. i'm gonna pee future you're gonna pee that's yeah. how this works yeah it's called the jv club uh, uh, okay, um, so I got to be upfront right now and tell you that I confused myself. So this is not. <laughs> this is almost like the tarot version of Mash, where it's like, listen, I don't think this totally matches up with the actual number that it was, but it is what was supposed to happen because this is what happened. I'm the magician. Somewhere along the line, when you when you find yourself somewhere <laughs> along the line, even with the simplest thing of Mash, going, hold on, now what? <laughs> that means that some. I like to think some greater thing is to play. So. First of all, I want to congratulate you on the shack. <laughs> that part is legit. That part. I feel like Maureen and I both we shacked it. Rails. Yeah, you shacked it up. Uh, but it's on the island in Allen Wake. The uh, oh, that's cool. It's very yeah. creepy, spooky. So amazing. It's not Portal um, Two. That's a what bummer. do you need? Some giant creepy mansion. It could be a creepy shack. Uh, <laughs> it's a cabin. It's you, a cabin. Also, so. you don't need that much room to move around because you're snuggled up right next to Mr. Johnny Depp. <laughs> He'll know just what to do in that environment based on what we've discussed. That's the most disturbing. If you need thing to escape, I want you. Happens. I invite you. If you're like, I got to get out of the house for a while. No, I got to get somewhere fast and somewhere magical. <laughs> I welcome you to jump aboard your pegacorn. Ah, I love it. I love it. Or your Unisys. <laughs> Unisys sounds too much like it might be like a. It's like technology a, a renal, uh, a renal <laughs> diet. You know. Did you have your Unisys? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I also want to invite you to jump into Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, that's freaking awesome! Quite wonderful. I would dive in there in a second Heck with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many potato chips they eat there, but I do know that the food in general is a plenty in Harry Potter's world. Magic potato chips. Certainly there are plenty of magic potato chips. <laughs> uh, I welcome you to share your woodworking skills with the world. Okay. I was hoping for night vision, but I can handle woodworking. You did end up with woodworking. Again, who knows? I could have <laughs> that you would have ended up with night vision if I'd done this properly. And uh, the... And, with all of this wild adventure happening in your life, uh, the film version will be none other than a Mr. Akarazawa. Oh, wow. Uh, lofty. And wonderful and very artistic. Yeah. I feel very satisfied with this match. I do, match. too. I think it's quite wonderful. I like it. Oh, who's my special friend? Uh Oh, God, I forgot. I'm so sorry. How dare I do that to Carol Lombard? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that a couple of happy. buddies. A couple of lady buddies strolling around town. Don't that's mind if best. I do. That's the best. The ladies are the best. Amber, I... Every once in a while, I will have this kind of episode where I hardly even remember what we talked about because I, I was talking a mile a minute. I hope I welcome you guys <laughs> to slow this down to 0.5 speed because I feel I've been speaking at three times my normal speed. I'm very stimulated by you mentally. Good. And uh, and good, I, good. I just think you're marvelous. And I and I cannot thank you enough for doing the podcast. I'm so thrilled. You're to go back to back. You and Maureen is like, I know. how did that happen can, to me? Can I, can I plug my book? Please plug <gasps> anything. Yay! Plug it all. I have, a, I have a new book series called The Witches of Echo park i love everything i'm is, hearing is Tell out me more. i need it, more than that i need more than promo i need explication well it takes place in my fa- in my favorite hood in the in the los angeles area which Otherwise is echo park. Like echo park echo park is awesome east Sider, woo um every day every day and then uh it, it's sort of a mash note to all my lady friends i wanted to write about women's relationships with each other it's really important to me because growing up i had a lot of dude friends some girlfriends but mostly dude friends but i wanted a babysitter's club i did not have that until my 30s and I then completely i completely 
agree and uh, relate a lot. So like I have these great lady friends and so they're all in the book. There's pieces of them and all of the characters. So I'm like, what better way to deal with like lady issues of like how we support each other, how we deal with each other, how we are, you know, there for each other. Like, sounds like it should be the book. Like, like nothing has ever fit more perfectly with a JV club. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I'm yeah, very proud of it. And I'm it's so really excited. pretty. I'm excited to read it. Yeah. And it's witches. witches. And it's witches. So, it's all my favorite things. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really pretty, and I'm really proud of it. And, and where can people find it? Anywhere, Amazon, anywhere, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bookstores, your local bookstores. You've been doing this book tour that has yeah. exhausted you, so. depleted your vocabulary, not at all. Even <laughs> anodyne. Uh, it's an anodyne. Uh, I'm throwing my SAT <laughs> words. Slatternly. Um, get it. Which is a Echo Park, you guys. Come on. Could we could we do like a a, a, a signed book giveaway? Hell Sometimes yeah. I like doing those. Yes, let's so do that. Let's do a give me I um if you, when you guys get this, I'll I'll put a cap on it of like a two week period, but over the next two weeks, send uh send me at Janet at Janavarney.com. Um what kind of like a little paragraph nugget of a memory or a history would we like for you to choose a winner out of? Like some sort of a story or a, a thought or a feeling experience? Do you know what um, I mean? I do. I do. I think uh, if someone could do like a paragraph about um, the first time they realized their parents were human beings. Love it. Right? Love it. Guys, I welcome you to do that because um, and listen, <laughs> I, I'm always the one who hears about a contest too late and is like, oh, I should have done that. <laughs> But what a great uh, little journal entry for yourself, too. Yeah. A little, a little morning wins. pages. Everybody you. wins. So send it. Uh, we'll get a signed uh, copy of Amber's book to you. And um, and they can follow you on Twitter. Yeah. I'm at, Amber, I'm, I'm at Amber underscore Benson. Don't go to Amber Benson without the underscore because she's not me. And she I think she's like Fair a re- religious musician. Hmm, interesting. So she literally, or you know what? Follow both. Or follow both. If she you're literally like in religious music. Quarterly posts a tweet where she says, "I am not the erotica writing lesbian <laughs> witch from Buffy the Vampire Slayer." I'm like, okay, uh, specific. Yeah, she's um, nice though. All right, Amber underscore Benson. <laughs> I should have. I just should have just called you Amber underscore the entire time. So really drill Please, at home. Please, because that'd be my nickname. Oh God, you're the best. No, you're That's the best. All. Fast friends. Yeah. Um, uh, and we'll talk to you guys next time on the podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.